happened here 20 years ago or more, and the singing has remained the same. Some of the people look a little bit different, but the singing has remained the same. I really wondered what to speak about this morning. And I've struggled all week because I had this word that's on your service sheet in my head. And I thought, I can't really speak at a youth event about eternity. Eternity means eternal life. It means life that goes on and on and on in just a wonderful way. And I thought, it's not really a very appropriate topic for Youth Sunday. And I was praying about it all week. And last night, I was sitting down to watch the football and I'm trying to indoctrinate. I have a three-year-old boy called Johnny, or Jonathan, and a five-year-old girl called Joanna. And we were sitting and we watched the first half together. And, of course, they weren't remotely interested. And we were talking about anything and everything. And Johnny said to me, he said, Daddy, uh, do we believe in heaven? I said, uh, yes, we do. Good, he says, good. He said, Daddy, he said, are there going to be beds in heaven? Now, I didn't have my Bible with me, so I just had to, you know, do one of those quick, quick answers. I said, yeah, I, I suspect there probably will be beds in heaven. Good, he said. Daddy, are there going to be power rangers in heaven? Right, time for bed. <laughs> We're off. It's enough. I want to speak about eternity. I want to speak about life that goes on and on and on in just the most amazing way. And I want to ask a little question of everybody. Hands up if you are under 25 here this morning. Hands up if you are under 25. Years of age, by the way, just in case. Years of age. Hands up if you are over 25. For those of you who have your hands up, keep your hands up if you would like to be under 25. (laughs) You see, time is a funny thing. Hands up if you feel... Younger than you really are. (laughs) Hands up if you feel older than you really are. It's all the parents going. Time is a funny thing. You see, sitting there, I was a wee bit nervous about coming up and speaking here. And so wonderful, though the first part of the service was, it seemed quite long to me because I was nervous. I was waiting to speak. And yet, I know this bit will go... Just like that, for me as I'm speaking. Whereas for you, it might well be completely the opposite. (laughs) People have been obsessed, obsessed about life that goes on and on and on. How they can get it, how they can remain young forever and ever and ever. Goes right back and we'll have the first slide now. This is some of the oldest writing that we have in existence. It's over 4,000 years old. It's called the Epic of Gilgamesh. And Gilgamesh apparently was a Sumerian king, and there's legends written about him. And his friend Enkidu died, and Gilgamesh set off on a journey to try and find Enkidu and where he'd gone, and what had happened to him. And he sought and sought and sought for the secret of life that would go on and on and on and on. You see, I've got a little bit of a secret for you. If you promise not to tell anybody. I just love history. I love, sorry, I love history. For some of you in the front row, you've written me off right away. History, right, okay, that's, but I love history. 
And history is full of stories of people who have searched for this life that goes on and on and on. And Gilgamesh, 4,000 years ago, was one of them. Let's look at a quick other one. Now, it's not very clear in this, but this is the story of Alexander the Great. Alexander the Great, 300 years before Jesus was born, an amazing emperor, an amazing king. And one of the stories about Alexander the Great is he traveled with his servant to find the fountain of eternal life. And he traveled and he traveled and he traveled and then he found it. And do you know how they tested whether it really was the fountain of eternal life? They brought out this kind of dried sardine from the Mediterranean that had been salted. And they put it in the water drawn from this pool of the well of life. And this dried sardine started to swim. What an amazing story. Enough to put you off your lunch, but an amazing story. Here's another one. This is the intriguingly named Juan Ponce de Leon. 1513, he discovered Florida. Now, the main reason he went to discover Florida was he'd heard rumors that in Florida was the fountain of youth. And if you drank from the fountain of youth, you would never, ever get old. You would stay young forever. And so anywhere he came across a little bit of water in Florida, he stopped and took a little drink. Went on. I don't know why Florida isn't named after him. Well, I suspect I do know why it's not named after him. But he discovered Florida, which was news to the Arawak Indians who'd been there for 2,000 years. But he discovered it. And today, if you go to Florida, you'll see this. In St. Augustine, Florida, there is a memorial that says, The Fountain of Youth. And apparently, if you drink from the waters there, you will have eternal youth. Just for interest, has anybody here been to St. Augustine, Florida, to the Fountain of Youth Memorial Park? Anybody? You can't half tell. But um, (laughs) Gulliver's Travels, written by Jonathan Swift in 1726. There were people on the third journey called Struhlbergs. And Struhlbergs had discovered the secret of eternal life. They were going to live forever and ever and ever. But unfortunately, they hadn't discovered the secret of eternal youth. And so they gradually just got older and older and older and would live to 200 and 300 and 400 years. In fact, I just put this in as a little, little aside. Quote from Jonathan Swift. As soon as they'd completed the term of 80 years, they're looked on as dead in law. Their heirs immediately succeed to their estates. This was the little bit that interested me. Only a small pittance is reserved for their support and the poor ones are maintained at the public charge. Plus a perhaps. For Dean Swift. And here's a more one. You'll know who this is. You'll know who this is. Peter Pan. Peter Pan. And don't tell him, but it's Johnny's birthday on Tuesday, 24th. We've got him a Peter Pan outfit. Peter Pan. And we're going to be terrorized for the next week or so. Written by J.M. Barry, 1902, the little boy who never grew up, young forever. 
Here's one from my youth, which maybe some of you will recognize. Anybody? Does this ring any bells with any? I'm, I'm 39. So it was on about when I was maybe about 10 or 11. This is Big John. Big John, it was on children's IT, well, it might be children's BBC. And Big John drank from the fountain of youth. Um, we'll have the next slide. The tune goes, Big John drank from the fountain of youth. He drank a little drink. Big John, little John, and he became little John. It's basically a forerunner of the film Big with Tom Hanks. And every time he was a teacher at school, and he didn't drink just enough to stay young forever, but he drank a little bit that at the most inconvenient moments he would turn into a kid. So he'd be in the middle of class and he'd be teaching his lesson and then suddenly, oh, he'd be an 11-year-old boy again. Here's one more. I wonder, can anybody tell me what this is? Now, it's not very clear. Yeah. It's the Philosopher's Stone from Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. I've never read it. But I found it on the internet, and uh, it's supposed to be the Philosopher's Stone has the secret of how to live forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. So the story goes. I tell you what, it seems to me that for the whole of human history, we have been obsessed about having life that goes on and on and on in the most wonderful way. Now, that really shouldn't be a, a big secret or a big surprise to any of us who read the Bible. Because here's what it says in a book called Ecclesiastes. It says, he has set eternity in the hearts of men. In other words, there seems to be something in us that really wants to, that really desires to have the most wonderful life that will go on and on and on without end. It's in there. It's an instinct. Right from Gilgamesh, through Peter Pan, through Big John, Little John, to Harry Potter, this incredible, I don't know if it's a carrot dangling saying, is it possible that we could have life that would never end? One of the rich young men approached Jesus and said to him this question, what must I do to have eternal life? Where can I go? Where can I find it? It's been a question that's been going on forever. Maybe here's one of the reasons. See, you can probably just see. The actor who played Little John and Big John, Little John, well, that's him now. Not so Little John. Really quite large John. We age. We do get older. And Johnny's absolutely looking forward to being four. Joanna can't wait to be six. I'm not really looking forward to being 40. It's going to happen. Let me tell you a little story. If you doubted that I have aged, Philip made a vague reference to him and I knowing each other. And the first time I met Phil, he was a rugby referee. And I was playing rugby. And it was at the Sevens Tournament at Holy Cross. And I'm, I'm quite fast. I was quite fast. I could do two, uh, 100 metres in 12.5 seconds. I was quite fast for a big chap. And I got the ball... Between my own posts in a sevens tournament, I sprinted along the touchline all the way. And it was one of those kind of tries at sevens where somebody chased me the entire way down the pitch. And I was like that. Touched the ball down, kind of collapsed over the line. And there was this young, slim, blonde, curly-haired chap in a white referee suit. 
who leant over and said to me, no try. So what? No try. said, you put your foot out and touch in your own 22. It wasn't a try, but he kept up with me. But we've changed. I'm no longer the man who could sprint the whole length of the pitch. And I don't know, you don't referee rugby anymore, do you? No. Just as well. Bad decision, mate. Bad decision. <laughs> you see, things change. And we know that from the youngest to the oldest. We all change. But wouldn't it be amazing if we could have life that would go on and on and on and would be the most wonderful kind of life we could ever possibly imagine. I'm going to tell you a secret, another secret. We'll have the next slide. It's the kind of secret that once you know this secret, you'll never be able to forget this secret and it will change forever the way that you see things. Here's a little illustration of it. Hands up if you see the young, beautiful woman in the picture. Can you see the young, beautiful woman in the picture? Hands up if you see the old woman in the picture. See, they're both there. They're both there. If you look, I'll turn around for a second, the young lady is facing away from you. And what is the nose of the old lady is the chin of the young lady. And what is the the pimple on the nose of the old lady is the little dainty nose of the young lady. She's turning away in a kind of almost coquettish manner. How many of you see the young lady now? Less than when I started explaining. That's not good. I'm not a, I'm not a good teacher. Um, she's wearing a hat and it's going the other way. The hair is coming. What's the eye of the old lady is the ear of the young lady. And she's facing away. Got it? And for those of you seeing the young lady... It's probably better you just stay that way. Um, But what's the, the, the choker chain on the young lady is the mouth of the old lady. Once you see both of them, you'll never go back to being able to just see one. Once you know this secret, you will never be able to go back to seeing life the same way. Once you know this secret... Here's the kind of life you can expect. This is the words of Paul. He says, we're hard pressed on every side, but not crushed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. We're persecuted, but not abandoned. We're struck down, but not destroyed. Once you know this secret, whatever happens to you, you'll keep going. You'll keep going. Once you've guessed, or once you know the secret that Paul knew. And let me tell you, just what Paul went through. This is the man who wrote this. He said, I've been beaten with rods. I've been stoned. I was shipwrecked three times. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I've been constantly in the move. I've been in danger from rivers, from bandits, from my own countrymen, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, in danger from false brothers. And he says, but I'm not crushed. I'm not in despair. I'm not abandoned. I'm not destroyed. I can keep going. Why? Because he knew the secret that I'm about to tell you. And the secret is this. I tell you a mystery. 
We will not all sleep, but we'll be changed. The gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ. In other words, Jesus Christ offers us life that will go on and on and on in the most wonderful way. And if we see the next slide, if I could sum it up in just a few words, it means that this here is not all there is. This isn't even really the main bit. Because the main bit of life goes on and on and on and on in the most wonderful way. And that's the life that Jesus came to bring us. The way it compared to, I don't know if you've ever seen, did anybody know what the, what the picture of that little seed is? It is an, you're absolutely right, it's an acorn. You couldn't imagine from looking at an acorn unless you knew what it would grow into. But it grows into the most amazing oak tree. So Paul says, looking at our lives, you can't really imagine what they're going to grow into. This is just a little taste of what's ahead of us. Incredible. This is not all there is. Joanna was asking about heaven. We've had over the last year one or two things in our family that have made our children ask about heaven and what happens next. And she said, Daddy, will heaven be boring? I'm not sure she likes singing all that much, you see. What's it going to be like? And white isn't really her color. And I looked on a website recently, a NASA website, that says that there are 7 billion trillion planets that they know about, or that they estimate. 7 billion trillion planets. 7 billion trillion. We say it quicker, it doesn't sound just so much. 7 billion trillion. That means that for every person alive on the earth today, there are a trillion planets. Isn't God amazing? A trillion planets each to explore and to get to know. Do you know, if you even did one a day... It would take you about 300 billion years just to get round your one trillion planets. Do you know, I, I'm not suggesting that heaven's going to be astronauts and exploring planets. But if God can make that much, if God is the God of almost infinite, well, infinite creativity, what comes after this life isn't going to be boring. Because he's the God of ultimate creativity. And what is like a little seed now is like an oak tree when it comes to the life that's after. This is what I think Jesus meant when he said, I've come to bring you life in all its fullness. Life in its fullness now, absolutely. I love life. I absolutely love being alive at the moment. It's just wonderful. But this is not all there is. Life in all its fullness is a life that goes on and on and on and on in a most wonderful way. And Jesus said, that's what I want you to have. You're my friends. I want you to have the life that goes on and on and on in the most wonderful way. This world and its desires, they're only for a little time. They pass away. But the person who does the will of God lasts forever. Here's another picture. It's from the movie Gladiator. 
The chap's name is Russell Crowe. Can anybody tell? I don't know the name of the gladiator. I can't remember. Is it Quintus Maximus? And in my best Russell Crowe accent, he says, What we do in this life echoes in eternity. Sounded a little bit more like Darth Vader, but... Um, <laughs> I don't actually agree with Quintus Maximus. What we do in this life matters. Not just a kind of vague echo. Matters for all eternity. Matters for the life that will go on and on in the most wonderful way. Do you know, Jesus says, if you even give a cup of water to somebody, one of the little children, a cold cup of water, that you'll not fail to receive your reward. Those are the kind of things that are remembered for all eternity. The things that we do here and now, they matter for the life that goes on and on. The decisions that we make here and now, for Jesus or not to follow Jesus, matter for the life that will go on and on and on and on and on. You see, what's going to last here? What is going to last here? That screen's not going to last. Building's not going to last. The only things that are going to last are all the people sitting around you. You and I. We were made by God to live forever. We are eternal souls. You and I. The bit of us that is really us will live on forever and ever. And Jesus wants us to live on forever and ever with him. So here's living the secret. We fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. That's quite difficult. I'll explain that in a minute. For what is seen is temporary, what is unseen is eternal. The things that really matter, the only thing that will go on and on in this building is the bit we can't really see, which is the bit that is us, our soul, our eternal being. Let's have a look at three ways, the final three slides. Here's what I want to say to you. If you're feeling sad this morning. This is a, a painting. I didn't know, didn't know this existed. It's by Edvard Munch, who also painted the screen. For, for those of you who don't remember the screen, the adults in the audience, it kind of you know, goes like that. It kinda, and this is, the, this is the painting he did just before he painted the... And it's called Despair. For anybody who's sad this morning... For anybody who's just struggling because maybe at school things aren't going so well, or maybe the friend you thought was a really close friend has said something about you and it isn't true and you're not really looking forward to going back to school on Monday, or maybe it's at work, or maybe it's at life in the family, or just stuff isn't going great, here's the message this morning. Jesus says that God will wipe away every tear from our eye when we get to the life that goes on and on and on in a wonderful way in heaven. That in fact God the Father will sit us on his knee and one by one wipe away every tear and everything that, that ever has hurt us, everything that's ever been done to us, God will take care of. This is not all there is. Whatever is for today can be very painful and very sad and we can struggle with it. But Jesus wants us to know that this is not all there is. There is much more. Much more beyond this life. For those of us who are kind of thinking, oh, I'm a bit tired, when's lunch? Here's the next one. 
Do you know what? Keep going. When you're struggling with a Christian life and when you're thinking, do you know, I'm not sure if this is worth it. I'm not sure if I can really be bothered reading my Bible this morning. Do I have to go to church again? Yes, you do. You're the minister. (laughs) Whenever you just want to give up, keep going, says Paul to the Philippians. Win to run the prize because this isn't all there is. There's an amazing life that's going to happen. Keep going right across the finishing line. This is not all there is. And for those of you, bless him a little bit like Johnny, but he is too young to know, for whom the whole world revolves around Tuesday and what he's going to get. The next gadget, and the next Power Ranger, and the next car, and the next promotion. Not that he's getting any promotions for the next week, but you know what I mean. Then, here's what the message is. Why are you spending so much time getting het up about things now? What you will earn, what you will eat, where you will live, what you will drive, what new gadget, whether your gadget is as new as the person, the gadget beside you. That was almost English. Whether your gadget is as new as the gadget of the person beside you. Why are you getting so head up? Because the world, all these things... It's going to pass. The world and its desires pass away. This is not all there is. There's a fantastic song that says, I want to give my life for something that will last forever. You have a wander down Princess Street. Look at all the statues. Men who've done incredible things. And maybe some of them will be remembered in heaven. Maybe some of them won't. I don't know. Not mine to judge. But you want to be remembered forever? You follow Jesus. You do the things that Jesus taught us to do. You give a little cup of water, a little act of kindness to somebody in Jesus' name. And that lasts for all eternity. And you want Jesus to remember you for all eternity? It's as simple as this. Own up to him. When I was at school, final story. There was a guy called Liam. And Liam was the, the first chap in our year to have a tattoo. He was 13. I don't know how he got it, but anyway. And a dreadful tattoo. One of the paramilitary tattoos from Northern Ireland. He was only teeny, but he frightened the life out of me. Frightened the life out of me. And I remember when I was in fourth form, and coming up, and he knew I was a Christian, and said, come on, fight me. Come on, come on fight me. And of course... All the boys, because it was an all-boys school I went to, all the boys scattered away and said, we're not really interested in the fight, you know. No, they did not. Big crowd. All round. Oh, fight, 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 fight. Come on, fight me. Come on. Come on, big... Well, he wasn't looking down at me like this. Come on, fight me. And I don't know... Possibly, because I was just scared, I said, I'm not going to fight you. So why are you not going to fight me? Why are you not going to fight me? And I heard the words come out of my mouth saying, I'm a Christian, I'm not going to fight you. And he whooped around like a red Indian, all around me. All the boys seemed to be laughing. I'm sure they weren't all laughing, but it felt to me like they were all laughing. I went home broken, gutted. And my mum said to me, do you know what you've done? 
I said, I know what I've done. I know what I've done. I can't go in on Monday, Mum. I can't. They were all laughing at me. They think I'm a coward. They think I'm yellow. I, I, I can't. And she turned me to the bit of the Bible where Jesus says, if you acknowledge me before men, so I will acknowledge you before the company of heaven. In other words, if you say here and now in this life, I'm Jesus's, then in the life that goes on and on and on and on, Jesus says to the God the Father, do you know what? He's one of mine. And she said to me, what you've done is going to last forever. And so I really don't mind whether you are three or four or 33 or 44 or pick any number and multiply it by two above that. If today you say in your heart, Jesus, I want to be yours. I'm sorry for the things that I have done when I've gone my own way. But I want to follow you now. You're the boss. You're in charge. Come by your spirit and help me to live as a Christian. You've done something that will last forever. And you found the secret that Gilgamesh and Alexander and Peter Pan and all were searching for. The secret of a life that goes on and on and on in the most wonderful way with Jesus. For all eternity. And so young and old and anybody, I'm going to say a prayer. And if you want to do something that's going to last forever, then quietly you pray it with me. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for the life that you have given me. Thank you for all the things that you've given me. Thank you for my family, for my friends, for my home. And Jesus, I want to say to you that I'm selfish at times. There's things that I do that I know are wrong and I, I still do them. I know that your way is better. And so this morning I'm saying to you sorry. Sorry for the things that I've done. And this morning, Jesus, I'm saying to you that I want to follow you and go your way. I want to say to people this morning that I belong to Jesus. And I want you to help me because I cannot do that by myself. So would you come into my life by your spirit and would you help me to follow Jesus at school, at work, at play so that I might be a Christian, that I might be a follower of Jesus. For I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.